Hello and welcome to Believe in Me with Rona Barton. In this week's episode, I'm going to be chatting to you about monsters and me. It's Halloween after all, so that seemed like a good title for this episode. You can head to www.ronabarton.co.uk forward slash media to find more information about me and my story. And don't forget that you can review, share and subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's jump straight in. When I think about ME, CFS and Long Covid, there are lots of aspects that come to mind. For example, the isolation, the pain, the grief, the inability to do so many things, the worry, the anxiety... The brain fog, the list goes on. I class these as monsters. Having said that, I don't remember ever really dressing up as a monster for Halloween. I remember dressing up as a packet of opal fruits, now known as Starburst, and also as an envelope, but I don't remember being a monster. That may sound strange, but I believe you can define the term monster in a couple of ways. Firstly, A monster could be seen as a frightening creature. You know, think Halloween costumes such as witches, vampires, ghosts, skeletons, clowns, aliens, etc. And not really a packet of Starburst or an envelope. And secondly, a monster could be seen as something extraordinary or daunting. Think a 500-page novel that you'd like to get through. Or living with many of the symptoms of ME-CFS and long COVID. As you might have guessed, I'm firmly in camp two when it comes to thinking about symptoms I had as monsters. The problem with monsters, whichever camp you sit in, is that they're monsters for a reason. They frighten us. They make us feel scared. They may make us feel lonely or anxious overwhelmed, angry, hurt, concerned, jealous, disappointed, plus probably a whole host of other feelings and emotions. When we're already struggling for energy to deal with some of the smaller aspects of each day, having to also deal with these monsters and their accompanying emotions and feelings is just draining and exhausting. But what can we do about these monsters and the way they make us feel? The way I see it, we have two options. The first, the good old tried and tested ostrich approach where you pop your head in the sand and hope it passes you by. Or two, feel the feelings and work out the best way for you to deal with them. Like all scary, frightening or daunting things, when we face them, we lessen the grip they have on us. For those of you that has listened to my podcast interview episodes with Diane Morgan, you'll know I've spoken with Diane about the fact that I'm not 100% sure that I faced my feelings and worked out the best way to deal with them when I was unwell. I'm pretty sure that I'd fall into the ostrich approach, but I'm trying to change that now. I'm trying to feel the feelings and face up to the discomfort that they bring so that I can be better prepared in future. Now, I'm doing this by working through Diane's grief journal called Giving Grief a Voice. I'll pop a reminder in the show notes 
of a link to that so that you've got it in case you want to get your own copy. It's not easy and it's not comfortable dipping in and then diving deeper into these feelings and emotions that I've kind of put on the back burner for 20 years. But I feel like it's time to get to grips with them now. So if you're facing the same quandary, let me assure you, it is possible to deal with things without resorting to the standard response of, I'm fine. It may feel like the easiest thing to say, but as Diane reminds us, fine can stand for feelings inside, not expressed. So let's get those monsters out so we can face them and take action. First things first, please remember that no feeling is wrong. All feelings matter, are valid and are worthy of acknowledgement. They are all normal. Let's think about how you currently do things. Now, hands up if you're playing the part of the aforementioned ostrich. I know there's a few of you out there with me on that one. How's that working out for you so far? Is your go-to sandpit to bury your head in a TV show? Is it streaming films, reading books, a glass or two of wine, or something else? Have a think about the sort of distractions that you may be participating in to help you avoid facing your feelings. The distractions we know about are very common, like the ones I've just mentioned. But please also consider if you're using being busy as a distraction. If you're filling your days with as much as possible within your energy allowance, then you're likely trying to distract yourself. Like everything else, this is fine when kept in moderation, but it can be difficult to draw a line between what's healthy and what's unhealthy. I suggest you go with your gut and also look at past performance so that you can gauge what works for you. And in the meantime, consider what might be your go-to way to numb your feelings. Now, the hard work starts. Think about and identify your feelings. Don't just make a quick call or, or, you know, brush it off. Take some time to name what you're feeling and why. And also where you're feeling it. Let me explain. Sometimes you might feel nervousness in your stomach. You know, you get those butterfly feelings. Or you might feel worry in your shoulders and you feel them getting tight. So think about how your body feels. Does it feel tight anywhere? Or tingly? Or heavy? Think about going a little further and consider what triggered the emotion and how you would describe it. Does it make you feel anxious? Perhaps you feel angry initially, but when you dig deeper, you realise that it's more than that. You realise that it's something like betrayal would be more accurate. Whatever it is you find, don't judge what you're feeling or finding. It can help to write it down or you may want to use the likes of a voice memo to record it as you go. Self-compassion is a gift that we give ourselves. The bonus is that just because we feel something, it doesn't make it true. By not judging a feeling, 
we allow ourselves to really feel it and in turn face it. And we can look at the evidence that we find to see where it fits. Is it a true fact that we're faced with or is it masking something else? When we face our emotions and feelings, we can have a conversation with them. They may be coming up because they're trying to tell us something. So listen to what they're saying. It may be because you're overdoing things and need to step away for a bit. Or could it be that you're just hungry and need a snack? You don't know until you face it and dig deeper. Find a way to express what you're feeling in a safe way. I've mentioned writing it down or using a voice memo to record things, but perhaps just chatting to a friend would make a difference to you. Or how about a good cry? Or painting? Or punching a pillow? Or if you have the energy and inclination, scrubbing the bathtub? It takes a lot of energy to not feel something but there is a relief that comes with not having to hide from it or suppress it any longer. Practice different ways until you find what works for you. And above all, be kind to yourself whilst you're doing it. Let's think about some key takeaways from this. As I mentioned earlier, monsters come in all shapes and sizes, but by facing them, we can begin to reduce their impact on us. Burying our heads in the sand doesn't stop the feelings and emotion, it just masks them. Being busy is a distraction just as much as binging your favourite TV or book series. Your feelings and emotions may be trying to tell you something, so put some time aside to really listen to them and figure it out. And lastly, don't judge yourself but do be kind to yourself. That's it for today, everybody. It's Halloween and we've been facing our monsters. It's not easy to do, but it is worthwhile. You can, if you wish, still download your free copy of my activity tracker by heading to ronabarton.co.uk forward slash links. And you might want to try this so that you can see where your distractions lie. Whilst you're there, why not head to my media page for more information about me and my story? Thank you for listening, as usual. Don't forget to review, share and subscribe to the podcast. You can do that via Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you're listening now. I hope today is a good day for you. Bye for now. Thank <music> you.